Every scribe learned in the reign of God is like the head of a household who can bring from the storeroom both the new and the old. I've always liked that quote from Matthew. And I think it captures one of the things that I like best about Catholicism, that at least in our best moments, we are neither bound slavishly to the past, nor do we need to reject our tradition wholesale to accommodate our present reality. I like the idea of this storehouse filled with the gifts that God has given us and from which we can choose the old or the new as the situation merits. Now, there have, of course, been factions in the church who would say either that all this post-Vatican II change and innovation has been a disaster and another faction that would say that all that old pious devotional stuff has got to go. But both of these extremes are wrong, I think. The strength of the church lies in its diversity, and any attempts to diminish our diversity leave us less able to carry out our mission of working towards the reign of God. And as much as this little brief parable is about the church, I think it's about us as well, because the church is us, right? So what's in that storehouse is what's in your storehouse and what's in mine and what's in your neighbor's storehouse and what's in the bishop's. Our collected tradition, wisdom, learning, experience, all of it is our shared resource. The stuff in the back of my warehouse may look a little different from what's in yours, but to meet the challenges of our world and to carry out the mission of discipleship we need to be able to draw on all of it. These little parables that Jesus gives us about the reign of God tell us a lot about what we should expect, and they also make it clear that we'll need all the diverse tools that God has given us to work for that reign. And if you look at these little short parables closely, they're not really about the reign of God as much as they're about us. The buried treasure or the pearl of great price tells us that we need to be ready to invest ourselves in the kingdom's coming. The dragnet thrown into a lake tells us that it's not coming as a simple accomplished fact, that there's much that's evil or at least useless coming at the same time. As God's reign is established, there is going to be some sorting out. We talked about that last week with the parable of the weeds and the wheat growing together. The reign of God that Jesus talks about isn't something that we create ourselves, but our mission is to cooperate with its coming and to do what we can to build it up over time. And that means that we need to be living out the values of God's reign, justice, equality, peace, compassion, while we're in these times of sorting out, it's those values that will be the most necessary. I don't want to sound overly apocalyptic. Every once in a while, someone, usually from another religious tradition, will ask me if I think these are the end times, and I usually respond by saying, yes, of course. The end times for us begin with the ascension of Jesus and stretch until God's reign is established in its fullness. So these are the end times, and they always were. We don't need to have a last-minute push to get ready for Christ's return because we've been working towards God's reign all along. 
Furthermore, we don't know when Christ will return. If anyone tries to give you a date or a timetable, you might point out to them that Jesus himself said that we're not going to know the time of his return. And we don't need to know. What we need is a little more wisdom. Solomon got his all at once, and we are not that lucky. <laughs> we acquire wisdom by paying careful attention to our mistakes. In the last 1900 years of these end times, the church has made plenty of mistakes, and each of us individually has certainly made plenty of mistakes. But if we learn from them, they are not a curse, they are the beginning of wisdom. And wisdom is what we most need to carry us through to God's reign of peace and compassion and justice. <laughs>